guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So I want to conclude this week of the Come Follow Me with one of the best chapters in the New Testament. I know I say that a lot, but there are so many good ones right here. But this one is well known amongst the entire Christian world. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Now, one thing to remember about this particular chapter and the others surrounding it, just a little helpful background here. So one thing to remember is that when the Bible was originally written, it was not divided into chapters and verses. These were added in by translators later to be able to make it easier for us to find key passages. So when Paul wrote the letter to the Corinthians, he was not purposely dividing these chapters from each other. It was written as one complete thought. So if you look at the context, you can see that the topic of chapter 12, chapter 13, and chapter 14, Paul was telling the Corinthians that he wanted them to stop acting as if one person or their spiritual gift, like we talked about yesterday, was more important than another, or that the people who had certain gifts were somehow more significant than the others because of their degraded morality. And we talked about that at the start of last week, all the stuff that they've been going through. He wanted the focus to stop being on selfish gratification and start being about edifying the entire church body, which leads you to chapter 13, where Paul discusses the high status of charity. Charity, a pure love, excels and exceeds almost all else. Now, there's a great video that the church put together with regards to chapter 13. It actually reads it word for word, but I love this. So if you're listening to this on our podcast, you can go swing over to one of our videos on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, and you can see how this is done. Or you can just check out the video for 1 Corinthians chapter 13 that the church put together and it is awesome. So watch this and then I'll come back and conclude. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge. And though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. Doth not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never faileth. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. 
for we know in part and we prophesy in part but when that which is perfect is come then that which is in part shall be done away when I was a child I spake as a child I understood as a child I thought as a child when I became a man I put away childish things for now we see through a glass darkly but then face to face now I know in part but then shall I know even as also I am known. And now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three. But the greatest of these is charity. Well, here's some questions that you could ask as a family or in a class that I think could generate some great discussion about charity. Why does Paul say that without charity, we are nothing? How is it possible that someone can give away all of his or her possessions to feed the poor or willingly die for the church and yet still not have charity? What do you think it means in verse 8 that charity never faileth? I'm going to come back to that in a moment. What does verse 11 itself have to do with charity? 11 is a great verse. Now, what do you think the relationship is between faith, hope, and charity? Why is charity the greatest of the three? And then how can having charity improve our relationship with family, friends, and peers? One thing that you could do that I think is one of the best ways to read this chapter. Again, it's a short little chapter. you got 13 verses. You can go through it pretty quickly. One of the ways you can do this is if you replace the word charity simply with Jesus Christ. And look what it does. Like for example, you go to verse number three, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, if I have not Jesus Christ, then it profiteth me nothing. So that changes the entire meaning of this because Jesus Christ is the embodiment of charity. You look at this right here, verse four, Jesus Christ suffereth long, he is kind. Jesus Christ envies not. Jesus Christ vaunteth not himself, he is not puffed up. He doth not behave himself unseemly doth not seek his own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. It's interesting for that verse, if you go to the New Living Translation, which if you've watched the last few weeks, you know how much I love the New Living Translation, where it says, doth not behave itself unseemingly. Here's what it says. He goes, it's not rude. It doesn't demand its own way. It's not irritable. It keeps no record of being wronged. I think that's so cool. So if you read this chapter, this is just kind of give you a little overview of this chapter. Go through and just replace charity with Jesus Christ and see what happens. And you can see how much having Jesus Christ in our lives makes a huge difference because without Jesus Christ, we are absolutely nothing. He never fails. When I was reading this, it reminded me back in the Old Testament where you've got the story of the widow of Zarephath. Again, tying these two stories together, you normally don't think of these two together. Now you remember in this story, you have a woman in her son in a time of famine and you have a prophet of God, Elijah, who comes in and he says, look, I understand this is a famine, but if you will make me just a little bit of food here, then that cruise of oil and that flour will never fail. So just like that, when you invite Jesus Christ into your life, those things never fail. Jesus Christ will never fail you. So I love this message. And again, it's a great study and it's something we could spend the entire week on, but make sure you read this chapter with the Savior in mind and it'll change the whole meaning of it. And I hope it'll be powerful for you. 
If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.